The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. And instead of Dom, we unfortunately are stuck with Mark Humphreys again. Uh, I know, I just... I just got nothing on. <laughs> so I yeah. just, uh, Dom's fine. I've mm. just, just killed him. No, so, exactly. so it's, it's me from yeah, now on. No. And you'll be gone soon too. Yeah, it'll be oh, me and Sammy J. This is not true, by the way, listeners. It's here, a whole lot of people yeah. just hitting the subscribe button. Well, that's, <laughs> it's funny. I remember when um, when I had my first child, and I've had four or five since, the Michael, you know Michael, that I know of, mm. Michael Rowland on ABC, because I think I tweeted about it, and it was around the time that News Breakfast was airing, mm. uh, and so Michael Rowland and Virginia Shirley announced the, the birth on TV, and then Michael, out of nowhere, said, and he's named the child after me. Uh, and then they went on with the show. And so I got all these messages saying, you know, welcome to the world, Michael. Isn't that, the kid's not named Michael. <laughs> this is arrogant, <laughs> egotistical, <laughs> off the cuff from a, from a breakfast host. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. How, how is Koshy going, though? <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> it's fine. Um, well, actually, we've got to throw to an ad break before we get into the show. Oh, yeah. Do I get but, to choose what the ad is but for? Should we have, no, but apparently, oh, by the way, um, we've had some complaints that some of our ads are natural gas, com- or not natural, like poisonous fossil fuel gas companies. Well, or, on the upside, I've heard ads for your show oh, yeah. in uh, other podcasts that I do listen to. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I've never listened to this show, but I've heard ads for this show in, in other podcasts. That's been exciting. Oh, that is exciting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know yeah. we had any ads. Yeah, I think it might have been in quite good podcasts as mm. well. Yeah. It's mm, <laughs> good. Yeah, great. Yeah, well done. You mean like Chat 10 looks Maybe great. like Chat 10 looks good. But I think it might have been, it could have been like the rest is politics or the rest is history oh, okay. or yeah, might have been Gilbert Godfrey's podcast, May You Rest in Peace. I can't remember, but it was whatever oh, it is that I listened to. Yeah. yeah, that's the end of that story. <laughs> okay, well, why don't we, well, I know, I'll just tell you, Sorry, like, to throw on out. today's podcast, we're going to tell you about an existential problem facing the world. A what problem? Like a, an existential problem. Like it just, it, it could actually lead to the obliteration mm-hmm. of the way life works on Earth. Sure. So I know the meaning. I just thought you'd mispronounced the word. That's fine. All right, we'll be back after this break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, we're back. I heard existential, but that's that, that's fine. Hmm. Lachlan will fix it up in post. <laughs> he'll fix up my oh, hearing. He'll fix up my hearing in post. I think that, you were fine. I mean, that's how, that's how Nietzsche pronounced it. Okay. Well, it reminds me. Uh, you, Nietzsche. Well, the, you, I mean, you love stories about the set of uh, the 1960 uh, Fox film Cleopatra. Oh, yes. yeah. And uh, famously, famously, Rex Harrison, uh, in the script he had to say schedule, but he was someone who said schedule. schedule That's yeah. right, exactly. And uh, he got into an argument with the director about it. He was just like, can you just say schedule? And he says, I don't say schedule, I say schedule. And then finally the director just said, fine, just let him say whatever he learned in shul. <laughs> <laughs> 
So there you go. Mm. That's Old Showbiz Anecdotes with Mark Humphreys coming soon to... Actually, it should come you soon. Should, I should, you I should, should do totally it. do a podcast. Mm. I've been trying to get know, you to do a I podcast. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, you, be, I'm getting closer to... You, w- you yeah. could become part of the Iconoclast Network. I would like that a lot. Actually, um, <laughs> if, uh, if people want to hear a podcast featuring Mark Humphreys telling <laughs> Old Showbiz Anecdotes, email us at podcast at chaser.com.au and let us know and we'll forward them on to Mark to sort of bully him. Yes. And even if I don't get any emails, which is what I suspect will happen, I'll make the podcast anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's yeah, generally what yeah, happens. Yeah. yeah. So it's lose lose, whatever you do. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Great. <laughs> God, I love alternative media. No, this is and we'll, and we'll, and we'll be back in a moment. All right, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for the listener, for the listener, like, it feels it's like, like five yeah. minutes. Yeah, I just unless feel... you, unless you, and now this is a hint, and we're told we're not allowed to no, say no, no, this to say you. Mm. But skip forward thirty seconds button is a really useful button. Yeah, no for some reason, and no one's ever thought to do that. <laughs> no, all... people don't. Well, is that right? Yeah. I mean, maybe they're like me because I'm. So, I'm one of those people who, if it's even if the, the uh, like, I will wait for a green light at the crossing, Hmm. I have to be really certain that there are no cars coming for several kilometers before I will cross, you know, at a light without it being green. So I guess there's a similar thing. It's like an ad is like... It's paying for the the whole thing. Yeah, they're waiting for that green light, which is your um, beautiful voice. Thank you. (laughs) Now, I've got some bad news, Mark. Oh, no, not again. You're not the producer of 7.30, eh? Which (laughs) Which is... And this problem... Could lead to the breakdown of civilization. Uh, doesn't sound great. And it's not climate change. Oh, okay. Oh, good. But and it's a. I think it's a better problem, apocalyptic problem. Okay. Because it's also a bit nostalgic. Oh. Yes. Okay. All right. And it's now I'm the excited. year it's... 2038 problem. Have you heard about this? No. I, it's weird how a nostalgic problem could be from the future, but. Uh... <laughs> No, because it's essentially the same problem as the Millennium Bug, like ah, the Y2K, mm-hmm. but in 2038. It's right. happening again, right? Get out of town. Yeah. So this is the story, mm-hmm. which is the most of the world's computers run on a thing called Linux mm-hmm. right, or Unix. And so unless you're, um, you've got an iPhone or a Mac or a Windows PC, actually it does sound like most of the world's computers, <laughs> but, but all the other computers in the world, like essentially anything that, you know, runs in your air conditioner or, you know, is an Android phone or, you know, embedded systems. So anything that runs your smart speakers or runs trains or, you know, like okay, ma- sure. factory equipment, mm-hmm. all oh, that sort of stuff. Big stuff. Yeah. Um, transport, like all the sort of computerized systems in train systems and trucking systems. Mm-hmm. And things like that. The world's finest podcast. All the all the cloud services. So every sort of internet thing, whenever you upload something to the cloud, that's all based on Unix. They're okay. the sort of supercomputers as well as embedded computers. Right? Mm-hmm. They all run on this thing called Unix. Now, the way Unix uh, calculates time is it's defined as, they, they said, 1st of January 1970, which is around when Unix was invented. That is zero, right? Mm-hmm. And we're just going to, Unix time is... 1st of January 1970 plus how many seconds it is, right? Mm -hmm. And they went, what we'll do is we'll just count the number of seconds and then computers can just convert that into whatever date and time that is in whatever culture they are. So that'll be the definition. Mm -hmm. That unit, which all the systems use, is a 32-bit integer, which means that there are only... 4,294,967,282 seconds after which that that, uh, 
okay. that date it's can a, exist for. Runs out at a certain point. Yeah, which which is admittedly like 138 years or something like that. But half the way 32-bit integers work on computer systems and the way Unix defines 32-bit integers is half of the, those seconds are actually negative seconds. So if you want to count back to 1950 or something like that, you can say, oh, it's Unix time minus you know, mm-hmm. how many billion seconds, whatever. So that means that there's actually only 200, uh, 2,147,483,647 seconds before the entire Unix system runs out of time. And that will happen on January the 19th, 2038. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Because that is, and I'm just doing these calculations in my head here. Um, <laughs> that because is, the figures are so small, it's easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't get to carry the one, Charles. 24,855 days, is that's how many, mm-hmm. um, which is 68 years, which is 2038. And at that point, we face exactly the same problems that we faced, and I think many of our listeners may not have been alive back in 2000, but I don't know whether you, how, how old were you? Well, yes, I was, I, was, I was 15, and yeah. Um, yes, the uh, it was scary. It was scary, and I think the other thing that people now I'm, I'm happy to be told I'm wrong on this, but my understanding is because people sort of dismiss it now. The way they sort of the, you, you hear mm. this too with the ozone layer as well. It's just like oh well, they said there was a problem with the ozone layer, and everything's fine. It's like, yeah, because they addressed the problem, which was yes. to do with CFCs. They, a similar thing with the the, the, the Millennium Bug. It's like oh, all this fuss and then nothing happened it, because. Because people actually worked really hard to prevent the thing from happening. So, yes, yes. So that's my understanding is that there was great work that was done to actually it, it, prevent it. Yeah. For young people who don't remember that period, the way to think about it is imagine if the world like, – imagine the world's response to climate change and the fact that they're not doing anything about it and then just reverse that and imagine if the world actually <laughs> did something that's about right. a problem. Yeah. It has happened in the past. Yeah. <laughs> and and that would that mm. would be what happened. And you're right. Like, so they spent – tens of billions of dollars basically recoding all the world's computers at the time to make sure that they wouldn't fall over. And I, I don't know, I was reading the history of it this morning just to sort of get a sense of it. And apparently the first sort of canary in the coal mine style thing it all happened in New Zealand, right? Because mm-hmm. that was the first, the first mm-hmm. one to click over to 2000. And what they were particularly looking at, which is quaint um, given how far we've come since then, is they were looking at the ATM network as what will happen to them because, you know, if the banking system goes down, then, you know, no one will be able to get out cash mm. and then the economy will crash. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of, and that all went fine. And most of the day, you know, planes didn't drop out of the sky. They were really worried about lots of different things. Yes. Um, and they did a really good job. The one consequence that I hadn't heard of that, that was actually reported, one of the biggest problems was uh, some pathology lab in the UK hadn't fixed up their systems. And so they sent out, this is really sad, by the way, they sent out 154 false positives uh, for Down syndrome to pregnant women from tests that they'd conducted. Oh, God. Um, yeah, in the days after the millennium, because their computer systems had sort of, you know, it was this unintended consequences thing. And it resulted in some of those babies being aborted. Why did you bring this up? <laughs> oh, no, I just thought it was fascinating. No, no, it, no, no, it is. Was real, there were real world consequences, no, sure. yeah, which yeah. could have been much, much larger. Hold up. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Chaser Report. More news, less often. But the really weird thing is that the world back then knew of this other bug that was looming in 38 years' time, but it was sort of seen as such a distant threat right? Okay. that they didn't go, oh, well, while we while we fix up the fucking Millennium Bug, why don't we just get in knock that out and as well. knock that over as well? But part of the reason is that the 2038 bug is in some ways more foundational than the Millennium Bug, which is that um, it's so embedded into every single unit system, there's no clear way to solve this problem. And what has started happening is there's a whole lot of cases where things have started falling over as a result of, you know, computer programs going, well, what's going to happen in 21 years? (laughs) What's going to happen in 20 years' time? Mm -hmm. And completely freezing as a result of that. For example, I'll give you some examples. If you ask ChatGPT what's going to happen in 2038, it'll just collapse. (laughs) Exactly, yes. (laughs) Just thinking about it is enough to... Um, so, so it all started clicking over in about 2018 where real problems started emerging. And it's things like, so there was a pension fund that uh, was doing batch processing of all the pensions. And one of the fields in this spreadsheet that they were doing was they were trying to work out whether it would automatically calculate it. Will this person have enough money in 20 years time for their pension to keep being paid? And... As soon as January the 19th, 2018, clicked around. 2038? No, 2018. Oh, 2018. Clicked around. Their entire computer program collapsed. Oh, I see. Yes. And they couldn't work out. It took them months to work out what was going on because it was such an obscure thing to go, oh, hang on, this computer doesn't understand the concept of anything post January the 19th, 2038, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Then there's there's some other great details, which is, and you should try this at home. Well, actually, we'll do a thing. If you've got an Android, phone, what you should do is try and set your date. Go do it now while you're here. Set your date to 2039 um, and and see what happens. Okay, now, have you done it? I'll, we'll wait. Okay, so what, what for a lot of brands of Android phone, if you do that, it actually bricks your phone. And <laughs> 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 you completely, yeah, you can't retrieve it. It just get, goes into total seizure. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Another reason to email Charles. Well, they can't. They can't access their email. This, God, there's so many yeah. layers to this. But then there's. <laughs> but then, and then the real problem is that because Linux is used in embedded systems a lot, there's a whole lot of things where. So one of the reasons why they didn't solve it back in twenty in the year two thousand was you're going well. You know, none of the computers that are operating now are going to be around in twenty thirty eight because Unix was back then only used on really large supercomputers. And you replace those large supercomputers every three or four years. Like, they just run out of steam Mm -hmm. after a while. Whereas now, that same computer program, operating system, is being used on embedded 
devices, which stick around for years, like, for example, ABS brakes. So most ABS brakes, which are those computer brakes, which most cars have nowadays, which was developed by BMW, but it's basically a computerized version of braking where they, you know how when you hit the brake hard, instead of skidding, your car now goes, right? And it's this, it's quite a, it's a low level computer program, but it's based on an algorithm that actually um, calculates when it should do that and everything like that. That is, that is programmed by a Linux little embedded device, mm-hmm. computer chip, and those devices have not changed in years. And there are cars being manufactured today that will seize up, well, just the, the ABS brakes will not work after 2038, so, but they'll still be in circulation. So basically the entire world in 2038 becomes an extended uh, edition of the movie Speed. <laughs> 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 yeah, look, I'm not saying it yeah. won't be funny yeah. <laughs> and dramatic. We, we must all keep yeah. driving. <laughs> Don't, we cannot stop. <laughs> um, but then also things like uh, automatic four-wheel drives are mostly based on that. So um, that'll take out... We're, or we'll drive dickheads, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can see I can see that you're not yeah. mourning this one. Inertial guidance systems and GPS receivers. So that's things like um uh if you've got uh satellites and things like that, but also all our maps, there will be a whole lot of devices that have embedded GPS systems that mm. rely on these things. And the thing is you can't go like whereas in two thousand you could go in and you could reprogram every ATM because it was part of a network. With you can't Go, like manufacturers can't go and reprogram every ABS braking system. Right, yeah. It's on the chip. Right, you right. know what I mean? Like it's all and and but the most terrifying thing is things like air traffic guidance and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. A lot of those sorts of stuff. So the thing is, whereas in two thousand it was even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Like, will planes fall out of the sky because it ticks over? This one will be like, okay, they'll be flying along. Maybe the planes will be fine. But the air traffic control systems that are trying to land the planes just get stuffed up and freeze and brick themselves. Uh, and again, the whole world be like a flying version of the movie Speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so... 
<laughs> so, so we're really what you're trying to say, Charles, is that because um, now it's sort of become a race of which thing is going to fuck us up first. Yes. Yeah. And yes. and kind of we we maybe should make a decision as a society which one we want to knock us out first. Mm. So maybe we just set the kind of we set a date. We set 2038. Yeah. So January 19. Yeah. Look, climate change. We think we think we're kind of well and truly fucked. Let's say 2045. Yeah. Uh, this is 2038. AI. We haven't worked out a date yet, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 set a date for when we just say let's just wrap it up. Let's just wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, talking. Speaking of which, of which hello, goodbye. <laughs> Our gear is from Rode. We're part of the Iconoclast Network. Well, can, can Dom come back tomorrow? Yeah, but I will need my own podcast. Okay. Well, okay. you know, email podcast at chaser.com.au. You know what to can do. Can I just ask you in person? Oh, oh that's the audience. <laughs> yeah, the audience. <laughs> Sorry, the audience. I thought you were just like, if you've got, if you've got a pitch, email me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me. Don't come in here. <laughs> See ya. Bye.